0: You're listening to Men of Abundance, episode 211, with Aaron Hendon. And today we're talking about transformational education and leadership development, two of my very favorite subjects.
1: Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former Army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael.
0: What is going on, men of abundance? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the Pay It Forward community. And this is where we are talking about living a life of abundance in family, faith, finances, and fitness. And much of the way that we do that is through experiences and education. Now, if you don't have your own experiences yet, then the next best way to get those experiences is to connect with those who have experienced those experiences, experienced many different things in life that you yourself would like to experience and gain the education from those who have come before you. That's much of what we're doing here. We're having conversations with mostly men, women as well, because Lord knows we have a lot to learn from women. And we are learning from their experiences, their kick in the gut moments, the books they've read, their habits that they do on a daily basis, and so many other things. And it's just so important for you to go out and not just listen to Men of Abundance, but take action on the action steps that are shared in every single episode with every conversation that we've had from all of our guests. And today is absolutely no different. Our featured guest today, Aaron Hendon, is a Seattle realtor, real estate investor, author, educator, and speaker. He is managing partner of Christine & Company, a Seattle Magazine-awarded five-star real estate agent winning team for the past five years An individual rising star in Seattle real estate winner this year. Inside his commitment to make a real difference for people, Aaron has also been leading transformational education seminars and leadership development programs since 1995. Born in New York, Aaron graduated Sonny Purchase with a BFA in 1997. Discovering his fine art degree made him eligible to work in the food service industry anywhere in the country. Moving to New Mexico immediately after school, he eventually found his stride opening a real New York bagel shop in Albuquerque, selling it nine years later as a business grossing over a million dollars annually. He eventually landed in the Northwest in 2000. He now lives on a small island off the coast of Seattle with his brilliant wife, Kale, his brilliant two children, Lila and Jonah, and his adoring, if not exactly brilliant, golden doodle, Rosie. Men of Abundance, it is my honor to introduce you to Aaron Hendon. Aaron, welcome to Men of Abundance, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Wally. Thank you for having me on. It's my pleasure. Where are you at in the world?
1: I am on uh, a small island off the coast of Seattle called Vashon Island. so it's, I, I always joke around, tell people I live on a small island in the Pacific. But, of course, it's off Seattle, so it's yeah. cold and rainy most of the time. But it's lovely. It's it's a beautiful place. I love love living here. love raising my family here. It's really the best move I ever made, really, honestly.
0: It sounds amazing. You know, I, even myself, a lot of people, including myself, don't realize just how many islands there are around the United States. I got a, another um, Jesse Cole, who's the the founder the um not the founder but he bought the uh savannah bananas out in georgia he lives off Bally, of yeah. Island out in, yeah out in georgia and it's like all these yeah. islands and you know i love island life obviously i've been you know, i've been to puerto rico i've lived in, in you know, an island out in the middle of the pacific oahu in hawaii for you know 10 uh-huh. plus years um, but you know when people think about island life they think about hawaii and that's about it, right? <laughs> you know, yeah, that's right. There's so many islands to live on out there. It's amazing. Like you know, and you think of Ecker Island. I mean, who wouldn't want to go visit Richard Branson right. out there? You know,
1: right. But very it's lovely. Cool.
0: So how did you end up? How did you end up out there? That's very intriguing to me.
1: Um, well, let's see. I'm originally from New York, so my life story is i you know, I grew up in New York, um, went to art school in New York, graduated with a bachelor of fine art degree which I found made me eligible to work in the food service industry anywhere in the world actually. And uh, so I took my fine art degree and I went to Albuquerque, New Mexico with the woman I was living with and started waiting tables. One day the baker in the restaurant there quit and I could learn how to bake. I learned how to bake because I was in art school. It's a very common outcome of art school is learning how to bake. And, uh, I bake bread, and I baked bread in the restaurant for a while, and then I started my own bakery in Albuquerque, and we sold bagels to New Mexicans for about nine years. Just a ton of fun, very successful business, very fun, good time. A um, lot made a big difference for a lot, a lot of people at that time. Um, and, uh, and then at some point in there, my uh, business coach recommended that I do an educational program called the Landmark Forum which i had never heard of and all seemed like west coast whoa woo woo wo- wo. but i wound up doing it and it blew my mind it was it was unbelievable for me unbelievable and um after about 5 years i wound up selling my business selling baked bakery and i went to work for that company I went to work for landmark and i moved from albuquerque to phoenix and then with landmark i moved from phoenix to seattle and um, and then during that time in seattle I uh, my wife and I had two children. You know, we had both our children during that time, and uh, I wound up leaving Landmark and taking some other sales jobs, uh, and then uh, at some point in there, I got, um, we wanted to find a good place, a place with good public schools that we could afford, and uh, Seattle was, it was a rising, rising, rising fast real estate market, so we found this great spot on this island, and we moved out here, and now i sell real estate and um i'm an author now and we just have this idyllic sort of you know i know you're gonna ask me what i'm grateful for later but man i'm just immensely grateful for the life i've gotten to live up until now it's just a gift
0: yeah i was gonna say that is a lot to be grateful for to say the least but obviously i don't want to put words in your mouth so what are you grateful for specifically today
1: well i mean you know that that my wife is (laughs) been willing to live with me for 20 (laughs) years (laughs) you know that's a good one uh that uh my children are both healthy and funny and um like the same sports I like (laughs) (laughs) I think that's something to be grateful for that uh you know I live in paradise and um live in a land of opportunity and a a time you know we were talking pre-show about the time we live in and uh you know, with the technology that's available and, the um, you know, the communication skills, the communication abilities, the uh, capacity that we have to reach out that you and I are sitting here on the other side of the globe, just chatting away, hear each other, or then going to record it and then save it and send it out. And who knows where it's going to go and that the message that we're creating can go out. Man, if you're not grateful for that, you're you're missing a, a huge opportunity to be grateful for life. It's just a miracle. It's a
0: miracle. Yeah, it really is. It's 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 simply amazing. We truly live in a, in a world of abundance. And especially those of you who are listening to this right now, you're definitely living in a world of abundance. And last I checked, Men of Abundance is being downloaded in 63 countries. And that just totally blows my mind that people like in Singapore and Bangladesh and China, literally China. People are listening to our conversations in China. It's, it's amazing. It truly it's amazing. blows my mind, uh, the technology that we have. It's really cool, and that's a lot to be grateful for, man. So how would you describe yourself, Aaron?
1: Um, well, let's see. I, I am a very driven person. You know, there's a personality test that we use at the office to find, you know, the best seat on the bus for people on our team. And, um, it's the disc profile. I don't know if people probably familiar Mm -hmm. with it somewhere. And, um, but anyway, I'm a very high D I'm a very driven person and, uh, like to work, like to be focused, like to get stuff done. Don't like to chit chat. Don't like to, you know, do detail like that. I just like to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's definitely that aspect. And then, um, you know, of my life, and then there's an aspect of my life where um, I'm very committed to fulfilling on the opportunity I have to contribute and make a difference for people. And um, you know, everything I do is somewhat touched with or tinged with, colored by the opportunity I have to make a difference. You know, mm-hmm. those much is given, much is asked for, and I consider much was given to me. I have a little life of immense privilege and, um, you know, really find it appropriate that I find all kinds of ways to give back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we're talking about all the amazing things going on in your life and we all know that even though those of us who are, are truly living a life of abundance in our own right, uh, it gives some people the impression that that's always been our life, <laughs> that, we've always, that we've always had it that way and that we never have kick in the gut moments like I like to call them. Um, But I'd love for you to share, I know you have several kick in the gut moments. Uh, I'd love for you to share one of those kick in the gut moments with us and really make us feel that.
1: Well, you know, you're asking about it earlier. I think the first, really the first kick in the gut moment I had really was probably one of the most impactful was my, uh, I worked for my dad. My dad was a photographer and I worked for him for years growing up in the basement, you know, printing photographs and doing stuff and and he fired me you know I wasn't getting the job done I was being lazy and he you know just I was probably 15 or 16 years old and um, he fired me and I went out and I had to go out and get a job because you know I needed the money and uh, I went to my corner deli and uh, got a job washing dishes, and um, you know, just that moment of getting fired and realizing, like, oh, you know, crap, which is really not what I would say at the time, but it's really <laughs> not. I just I just did. You know, like, wow, I really done, I done messed up. You know, I got to go deal with this. And um, you know, I worked my ass off at that baker, at that uh, deli. I worked my ass off. it was all sort of under the table so I could work overtime and I probably worked 50 60 70 hours a week for him and um but just getting fired was a really big deal you know that my dad and I can't even now as a dad I can't even imagine the kick in the gut moment it was for him mm-hmm. to have to fire me you know like how hard that would be to know the right thing to do is to fire your son yeah um that was but for me it was a real it was it was, that was tough. That was a really, uh, but that's, and that's how I came back from it. I was like, all right, well, time to get it on, you know, let's go. And then, you know, I'm in sales and I've been in sales forever. So, you know, every, every time, you know, someone doesn't list a house with me and chooses someone else, it's a total kick in the gut. You know, you think. You'd get over it. You'd think at some point, or I don't know if you think, i think I'd get over it. i think, you know, I, I'm getting turned down for a TED Talk. I'm like, ah, a kick in the gut. Mm. It's all a kick in the gut. Everything that doesn't go my way is a kick in the gut to me. Every single loss has felt like a kick in the gut. Um, you know, and, uh, and it always feels like I'll never win again. You know, it always feels like that's it. I'm, my winning streak is over. I've used up all my good karma. This is it. It was all luck. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Everything up until now was luck. I, I run out every single time, like Every single time I get I get turned down. And it occurs for me like that's it. It's over. And um you know, and then it's a question of getting up. Um you know, it's funny. I just I just did this. So I you know, I've um ah, I feel like I'm rambling, so you tell me if I'm oh, rambling. Oh no, you're okay? good, you're good. Okay. I'm digging it. I uh I just uh I was watching, um, you know, my sales team. So I'm accountable for three or four other agents, and we get together and we do our uh, phoning in the morning together on a Google Hangout. And um, I always play some inspirational videos. And I was watching uh, one with um, Will Smith, who apparently is in a lot of inspirational videos. Really really, inspirational cat. Killing it. I dig it. Killing it. Right. Really dig it. Right. Anyway, he offhandedly mentions in one of these videos um, that. The Alchemist. This is his favorite book. He thinks it's the best book ever written. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Huh, I never heard of that." Let me go read that. And it's I just so I just it's a great book. I just read it, you know, and um or listened to it on tape because I spend a lot of windshield time driving around yeah. as a realtor, so I do a lot of books on tape. So anyway, I was listening to it, and um you know one of the things one of the takeaways I got from it was, you know that um, the you'll be tested, you know you will be tested before you get your treasure. You know, the universe is going to test you to make sure you've learned all the lessons. And I just thought that is such a badass attitude to have, you know. That is just the best. So no matter what happens, you know, in terms of a failure, a setback or anything, I'm I'm now left with, oh, well, that's the universe testing me mm-hmm. to make sure I got all the lessons. Of course this is happening before I get the treasure. You know, this is natural. This is the exact course of events that is meant to happen before you, you know, fulfill your personal legend, as it would say in the book. But, you know, that, that's how that goes. So every, you know, failure is just one way that the universe is confirming that you're ready for the next step. And so I really, I love that view. I love that context for this.
0: Yeah, I do. That's a great book. And that's a short book, by the way, guys, it's if you haven't short. read it. It's a really short uh, by uh, Paulo Coelho. And, yeah, Paul uh, Yeah, and I follow him on on, on uh, Periscope. <laughs> oh good. He, he jumps on every once in a while, man. He's not on often, but he jumps on every once in a while. He's got some great books out there, and that's one of my one of my favorite I'm pretty it's Akela, right? I think that one's yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah and uh, and I'm telling you, man, that's a really, really good book. And there's many other out there that he's written that are really good. And one of the things that I, I truly feel that when you are talking about your kick in the gut moment, how Every single missed action, every single you know, like in your in your industry, somebody else goes with some you know a, a client goes with somebody else f- to purchase a house or to sell a house or whatever. You take it personal. Mm-hmm. And totally. through sales, I always got told this: some will, some won't. So what next? You know what? That's that right. rolls off the tongue real easy, mm-hmm. but it still is is a kick in the gut. It's still hurts. every time, every single. You every take it personal. Time. And if you don't take you know, it personal, then you're in the wrong business.
1: I think so. It's just, you know, you got to take it personal and then you got to shake it off. Yeah. You know, you got to, you know, it's got to hit, it's got to hurt, and then you can shake it off. But you got to mm-hmm. go through, you know, you got to give yourself the right, the space, you got to give yourself permission to be upset, give yourself permission to be hurt. You know, yeah. my, one of my great coaches once said to me that, uh, you know, pain in life is inevitable. It's the suffering that's optional. You know, Mm -hmm. and that's the that's the game. You know, you should feel the pain. You should experience that. Experience the loss. Experience the hurt. And then, after you're done experiencing that, then it's time to move on. The suffering comes in when you hang on to the pain, like the pain shouldn't be there, or that. Like that so.
0: right, exactly, yeah. one of the things I like to always go back on, I'm one of my favorite I, you know, I really haven't watched basketball since Jordan finally retired, <laughs> but one of the things yeah. I used to watch Jordan do all the time, and it's a great perfect example of this. He would miss a shot or he would do something on the court that he knew he just screwed it up. Mm-hmm. He would go sit on the, on a bench, he'd put a towel over his head, put his hands on his head, and he sat there for a good two, three minutes or whatever, and everybody knew leave Mike alone. He's processing. He would process the event, and then he'd take that towel off, and he would come back out. It's already behind him, and he's going forward, and he's he's learned from it, and he's moving forward. And every time you fail at whatever it is, guys, it's a learning. It's part of the learning process. Don't be afraid to fail. It is part of the process. It has to happen.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So you know, one of the things that really intrigued me about having a conversation with you specifically was that you know you got all your real estate stuff you've been doing and and it's awesome It's very interesting how you went from art into you know the food industry but and then you, you like you said you reluctantly kinda got into you know talking about leading transformational education seminars it was mm-hmm. like where what what is all that where did all that come from talk a little bit more about that what exactly are you doing who are you talking to and how's that working out for you and for the guys that you're talking to or the people that you're talking to
1: uh yeah well I, I you know like I said so I was, you know I got introduced to Transfacial Education with this company called Landmark Worldwide they do a program called the Landmark Forum and um uh you know like this was God 24 years ago um which cannot be because I'm only 30, but okay. Fine. Oh. <laughs> um, right. Um, uh, so, but I got introduced to them 24 years ago and it blew my mind and they, there's opportunities, um, w- that they have, uh, with that company to continually, um, participate. Uh, and I got trained to lead their programs. So I don't need the landmark forum, but I lead other programs for them. And, um, or really for me, I don't know how you want to contextualize that, but, um, you know, I lead programs for that company and I lead them all over the world. I was just in London recently leading one and, um, you know, I do it. I don't get paid to do it or, you know, minimally for some of them, but mostly not. And uh, I do it because of the opportunity for the difference it gets to make. And they are truly transformational programs. Like, you know, and they're available all over the world. Anyone can participate. Any, it's for it's for everyone. It's there's, it's a transformational in a sense that, you know, you no, know, you don't need something wrong with you. They're not designed to fix something wrong. You know, they don't make things particularly easier. They just create, give you the opportunity to create a, a new, view. And I think the thing that gets missed for people very often is, we live in a society, we live in a culture in the West where, things can be both new and improved. You don't think that's weird when someone says it's new and improved. You. It, all the time you hear it on the radio you hear it on tv things are new and improved but that's if you think about it that's bizarre it's impossible it can't be new and improved right right we have a real weird conception of what new is new Mm -hmm. almost always for us connotes something better something you know if if, you know it's a new week it's going to be a better week those are almost synonymous for us but that doesn't make any sense, because it can't be better and new. It can't be new and improved. It's either new, never existed before, <laughs> yeah. it's never been around, or it's improved. And we don't really live our lives that way, like something could be new. And that's a really profound opportunity for human beings to live their life like something new could happen for them, something that's never existed before, like when Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile. It was literally impossible before then, to do that, I mean, medical journals, everything, 1950 was could not be done, and now he did it, and now high school kids do it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's new. When something's new like that, it, you know, you think about it, the iPhone is what 12 years old. Mm-hmm. That's like crazy that 12 years ago there wasn't this that, thing called a yeah. uh, computer in your pocket, and now you know, you got more computer power in your pocket than got the Apollo missions to the moon
0: yeah,
1: yeah so true. it's it's new there's it's a possibility for something to be new so that's the kind of programs that I got really enrolled in and really inspired by and love the opportunity to do when I do it you know I don't know, I do it all the time I do it a couple times a month I lead for people and um it just wraps right into my business and it it is the context from which everything I do happens well wow, that's really exciting
0: I really yes. dig that stuff too, and that's, that is an interesting concept. I had never really considered, you know, you hear, like you said, new and approved all the time. One all of the, the things time. I say is I tell people all the time, and from my perspective, is, you know, I'm not trying to change your mindset as much as I'm trying to enhance your mindset because you've already got so much information in there. But from what I'm getting from what you're talking about is really you are coming up with new ideas for your life, like, That's okay, right. so you've been a, a real estate, you know, you've been painting paintings for your, you know, your whole life. How's that working out for you? Great. But I'd like to do something else. Okay. Go be to me. And you made the correlation. It's very interesting to me that an an artist, you know, a, a fine arts degree, an arts degree can lead into the food industry. <laughs> that, uh-huh. that was new to me, but it makes sense. You know, you, if you're an artist and you make cakes, and part of it is making them look good, not just taste good. Um, mm-hmm. It just—it just seems like a perfect fit. I never even considered
1: it. Yeah, it's even—it's even less linear than that, really. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's there's um, no direct. I mean, what? If, everything opens a new door, right? What if we just lived our lives like we were going to explore what mm. was next, and we were just gonna, you know, see what this path. I think people take so much time trying to determine what the right path is, mm. what the right action is, what the right, – is this the right thing to do? Is this the right time to do it? You know, w- what says who? Who are you asking? Right. Where is <laughs> exactly. that? Game? Who's going to answer that question? Is it yeah. the right time? No. Who knows? Maybe. Not an I don't know. To it. There's really that's right. You go. You do it, and then it'll be the right time to done it. How do you know? Because you'll get some result. Yeah. And the result you got will be the result you got, and then you can go do whatever that result would lead to doing next, because mm-hmm. that's the next thing there is to do, because that's what came out of doing this thing, in the first place. So, I, you know, the game isn't figure it out the game is take the action and see what the next thing is you know
0: yeah experiences as much as possible absolutely yeah yeah dig it figure it out along the way so brother we're at the point where we're going to pay it forward to our abundant leaders you ready to do that yeah let's do it excellent so share one to three actionable steps that men of abundance can take today
1: well it's right inside that so it's you know first of all i would in any situation that you're facing any situation you're dealing with first stand in wonder stand take a step back you know look at the situation with new eyes create for yourself that you don't know how this is supposed to look or how it was supposed to go or how it's meant to be right which we all do we all know how things are supposed to go there's not supposed to be traffic there's not supposed to rain today whatever right all the different things that You know, we know the assumptions. My wife's supposed to be this way. My kids are supposed to be this way. All that stuff. No. Step back. Stand and wonder. Like, huh, I wonder. And literally just say those words. I wonder what it's like to be my wife. I wonder what it's, what could happen if we go out for a date tonight. I wonder, like, just begin to inquire rather than operate from what we already know. So from there, and then whatever answers come up, You know, I read this great little Abraham Hicks. I don't know if you do Abraham Hicks stuff, but Mm -hmm. I love all that stuff. Anyway, so, you know, know, if you get the impulse, if you get the thought to do it, if you see the opportunity to take an action, take that action. Go do that. Whatever that thing is, just take that action, right? So the second step would be to act on it because the only thing that produces results is action. And you can't think your way into abundance. You can't pray your way into abundance you can't vibe yourself into abundance you've got to act your way into abundance right you got to come from an abundant mindset but if you're just you know every it's always going to show up on the uh, in life in action so you got to act on whatever it is that shows up if it showed up act on it and then let it go like you know whatever result you got you got you don't have to hang on to you know, you don't have to pretend that the negative result you got or the result you got that wasn't exactly what you wanted is anything less than the perfect result for that action because that result is com- completely consistent with that action, right? Now, if it wasn't the result you wanted, good, then learn from that and take a different action, right? But you've got to keep acting and you've got to take the weight, the significance of the result out of the space. It's just... The next result, and then there's the next result, and it's the next result. Because even if you get what you want, you still got to take the next result. You got to take the next action, I mean. So I would stop pretending you know how it's supposed to go, stand in wonder, act, and then evaluate without any of the significance.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I love that word. That's one of my favorite words is action. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. I love the abundance mindset, but (laughs) until you take action, man, it's not going to happen. You gotta smile and dial. Absolutely. What daily habits make the biggest impact in your life?
1: Uh, Well, I subscribe to uh, the Miracle Morning practices. uh, Oh yeah. I mean, if that's a great, there's a short book that'll change your life. That book, killer, 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 killer. Short book, change your life. You know those practices. So I exercise every day, at least in some way. Um, I journal. I meditate. I visualize, I say affirmations, and I do something else. There's like six of them, right? So there's six practices in the morning, I don't know which, I read, I read, I read. I'm rereading now Think and Grow Rich, which is, I can't believe it's been like 12 years since I've read it, I, just great, great read, great tools in that book.
0: That's a great, great series, great books. Absolutely love them. And I use a lot of that stuff. I don't use everything um, with The Miracle Morning, but it is a great start to getting an idea of what Mm -hmm. your morning should look like and what habits you can do. And it truly is life-changing in so many ways. Yeah. So yeah, speaking of other books, what are you reading or listening to that you would recommend to our abundant leaders and why? We already mentioned a couple of books and some very good uh-huh. books, but what else are you reading or listening to that you would recommend to our abundant leaders and
1: why? Uh, all right. Well, I think the book, so just to change gears, because we did, I've done all the inspirational sort of mindset books, right? The Alchemist, all that, right? I cannot recommend highly enough for any entrepreneur listening a book by Mike McCallowitz, called Profit First. Mm. It is life-changing in how it has you handle your finances and the actual profitability of your company because no, no entrepreneur on this call is busting their ass 50, 60, 70 hours a week to not become financially free. And that book and that program and that way of thinking about your finances is the only thing that I've ever encountered that would actually guarantee your financial freedom. It's a re- remarkable, remarkable book. Can't recommend it highly enough. Profit first. I have,
0: li- I have been recommended that book and heard of that book multiple times, but I still have not read that one. So that's got to be the next one. Right, on my cut list. it out. I've got so many.
1: Resistance is futile. No, it's, and it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's an easy read. It's not a short read. It's not like you know, Miracle Morning or or The Alchemist. It's not a teeny book. Um, it's not a big book either, and it's not overly complicated, but it's it'll nail you, man. It'll it'll leave you profitable. And what else are you doing? What? Why are you in business if not to be profitable? You cannot make the difference you want to make in the world until you're.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm definitely going to grab a hold of that book right away. Great book recommendations. Absolutely love it, and many recommendations for profit first uh, for so many reasons. Um, that I'm Mm -hmm. definitely going to grab a hold of that one so what do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance
1: I I think it's lack of action I think it's the the you know the lack of willingness to act and I think the lack of willingness to act is you can think there's a ton of different places where that could be coming from you know a fear of getting it wrong uh, a pretense that you don't know what to do um just Mr. Procrastination, Mm -hmm. you know, any of those things. But, you know, if you get down to it, it's going to come down to, if the only thing that produces results is action, well, if you're not Mm -hmm. abundant, it's got to be a lack of action. Exactly. It's it's period.
0: Exactly. So what does living a life of abundance mean to you, Aaron?
1: Uh, It means living an and both life, not uh, either or life so opportunities Mm. come up the opportunity is that you got a chance to ask the question yeah yeah how can I have this and that rather than well I can't have this because of that
0: right yeah it drives me nuts one of the craziest things I've ever heard and a perfect analogy to that is having your cake and eat it too
1: Mm-hmm. Might you as well. Can, you
0: can, hit, you know, you can do both. You can have both, absolutely. And you can have a great career, and you can have amazing relationships, and you can have, you know, uh, a good, a great income, and you know, have a great soul, and and give, and, and the whole thing. You can have both. Absolutely agree with that. Very mm-hmm. cool. So we're going to close this up, man. But before we do, what do we not talk about that you want to ensure that our abundant leaders get out of our conversation today?
1: I, I just really appreciate the opportunity. If people want to know. More about me, or they want to check out my books. They're on Amazon. And my last book is um, uh, "Short." Ch- I can't even remember. Around, right, "Short Change" by Shortcuts, forty-four surprising ways people rip themselves off when they buy or sell their home, which is useful for those in the United States. Not, it goes to the goes through the behavioral economics that stop us from making rational choices when we're engaged in the most expensive real, most expensive transaction of our life. But it's particularly written for people in the United States real estate process, you know, buying or selling a home here. I don't know how the exact steps translate to other places. So, um, But at any rate, it's an interest- I think it's an interesting read. It was interesting to write it, and it's available on Amazon. Or they can come to my website, which is rationalrealestate.pro, and um, stop by, shoot me an email, and Aaron at rationalrealestate.pro, and I'd love to talk to people.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think if anybody's in the process of buying or selling, anything helps. All this is education, there's so much information out there. Um, quite frankly, your agents and those that are working with them for you, they're trying to make a buck. So it's best to get a third-party point of view, and I think a book like that would definitely um, be a good read, something for you to get a hold of. So. Aaron, we're going to have that listed up in the show notes at menofabundance.com. All of you guys can go there and check it out so you don't have to worry about writing it down right now. And I greatly appreciate your time today and uh, the conversation. It was really cool. Hey, guys. I don't know what happened there. Evidently, the audio got cut off for some reason at the end of our recording, but um, we were finishing up the show anyway, so it's a good thing that it happened right at the end. Hey, technology is awesome when it works right. In this case, it worked right up to the end. Guys, I'm telling you, man, there are so many ways to gain an amazing education these days. You can do it for free. You can pay a coach. You can pay a mentor. You can get on YouTube. You can get on Udemy. I mean, it's just endless. There's so many different ways. If you've never heard of Mike Rowe Works, I've mentioned this before on the show, look up MikeRoweWorks.com and check out what Mike Rowe of Dirty Jobs and many other things that he does voices for and whatever. He's got an amazing program out there for the trades. And he's got money to give away. There are hundreds of thousands of jobs out there that go unanswered because there's not enough qualified people for the jobs because the trades have gotten a bad rap over the years, but that's where the money's at these days. So go check out micro.com. I'm not getting paid for this. He's not a sponsor, nothing like that. I'm just a huge advocate of micro and what he's doing with micro works and getting our trades back and he's got money for you. Uh he's just got a few things that he you he needs you to do uh to meet your end of the bargain. But there are many ways out there for you to learn a new skill and provide massive value to your community whether you get paid for it or not. And I strongly encourage you to do that if you truly desire to be a man of abundance. Now, go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay a forward.